Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, you've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. I am so excited for today's show. So thank you listeners for being here with us as we have our very own staff joining us today. And we are just so blessed to be able to share the Christmas season with all of you. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet Isaiah. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. I want you to imagine with me today, God with us. The significance of that one event has made that one statement true for the last 2,000 years. God is with us. And today, we, as an I Work For Him team, are going to be discussing the significance of God being with us in our work and our daily lives. Please welcome Hannah Fordyce, Rebecca Smith, Day Hernandez, and Todd Riley, the entire I Work For Him team. Welcome them to the I Work For Him show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. We're so excited to have you guys with us today. Yeah, we are excited to have you guys with us today. We want to make sure that we just give credit to all that you guys do. Todd, as you're looking at the screen and as you're listening to the podcast, Todd Riley is our producer. Todd has been involved in I Work For Him and with I Work For Him for many, many years. Uh, Rebecca Smith de Hernandez operates overseas and she handles all of her social media interaction and lots of other creative stuff. And of course, Hannah Fordyce out of Minnesota, the frozen tundra where Martha and I hail from. She handles all of our helps. She takes what I write and makes it, you know, cohesive and coherent. Uh, She designs a lot of our artistic stuff. She is the creative on the non-social media side. All all three of these... uh, Members have just incredibly added to our team uh, this year and Todd for many years, but we're so grateful for all of them. All right, so team, we're going to talk today about God with us, which was the idea we we're coming up with. What are we going to talk about? Emmanuel. Why is Emmanuel, God with us, significant? Martha, why don't you start us off? Well, you know, I think that this whole idea that we talk about in I Work For Him about taking, basically taking God to work with us, that we don't leave him at the door when we enter work, is very much the same conversation about Emmanuel, God with us. The significance of understanding that God is with us all the time, from the beginning of time. And we signify that at Christmas, you know, with the whole idea that God actually sent his son um, to be on the earth with us, like all of that wraps together. So that's kind of, that's what my perspective on it. It's just exciting when you think about it in terms of, I work for him and really grasping that God is with us. All right. So Todd, that (laughs) same perspective, why is Emmanuel God with us significant? Well, you know, in all other religions, 
um, their gods are reaching out to you to reach to them. Uh, whereas the difference here is God is actually coming to mankind. Um, you know, I think God coming down to earth and uh, literally being with us in the flesh, experiencing the same kind of things that we experience, um, going through the same trials and tribulations that we do, you know, um, even so much as being put on a cross and the, the pain and suffering that he went through, you know, God has experienced things that we've experienced as humans um, by coming here and being human himself. And I think that's very significant. Um, and it just shows God's great love for us. You know, I think taking that conversation to the next level is then saying, okay, so if God is with us, what did that look like in the last year? How did God show up being with you in the last year? Rebecca, why don't you share about what did you see? What's one way you saw God show up in your life in 2021? Um, so this year, this past year has been pretty eventful for me and my family, um, new family, because I did get married in July. So getting married and then moving to Mexico in July is kind of a more obvious um, I call it like ordaining movements of God in my life because um, everything, you know, was leading up to this type of moment. So uh, those were bigger picture ways that um, maybe everyone can see from the outside looking in. I think though, for me personally, like on a more personal note, um, I have actually been thinking a lot more and I guess practicing a lot more the, um, I guess you could say the meditation or, or realization of the sanctification process. And I know that's big with I work for him as far as Romans 12 too, like transforming your mind um, and just taking those steps. And even over the last couple of years, more towards that, you know, when, when there are things entering my mind of this world, which happened to us all the time, every day, um, just giving that to God and saying, Hey God, like, these are thoughts that I don't want. I'm going to give them to you take them, transform them, um, and, and renew my mind. So I think that's a big thing this year that God has still been working on, and I'm really, really grateful for it um, and plan to continue in that process. Mm. You know, that's so good. And thanks for sharing that because it is one thing to look at somebody's life and we see the moments, the big things like marriage and moving, but we don't always know what's going on internally with someone's heart. So getting to hear that, and it challenges me to think about that differently too. So Hannah, what about for you? What is something this year that God showed up in your life? I mean, I think similar to Rebecca, um, it's, it's a million small things. There are always the really big things that you can see that are the obvious outside changes that God's hand has orchestrated. Um, but there have been a lot of small ones just today. This actually kind of ties into the first question about why is Emmanuel significant? Um, I was doing my devotions this morning and journaling and thinking about the fact that it wasn't just Jesus coming down, being God with us, but that he opened the doorway through his sacrifice, through making us right with God for the Holy Spirit to come and dwell in us and make a home with us to be continually Emmanuel with us until the coming of Christ and until we're reunited in heaven at the heavenly feast. Like we have God literally indwelling in our hearts every single day, whether we're at work, whether we're at home, whether we're working from home. Um, and that's something that I think I've had an incredible opportunity to realize this year. This is my, my 
I've, maybe a year and a half I've been working from home and having the time set aside in my day to really sit down and journal and pray and read through scripture, I would say is one of the biggest ways that um, God has been showing up in my life consistently is through these revelations by taking the time to sit with him. And I have that opportunity because of the flexibility of my work. So God with us. And as Hannah just said, it, it began a began the process of God being with each one of us in each one of us as followers of Jesus. We're going to talk a lot more about that in the next segment. And what does that look like as we apply it to our mindset, changing the way we think about our work, understanding that God is with us. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg, and we'll be right back. You know the kind of person that always tells you about the latest trends or the special deals around town? Well, lean in because here's a message from that kind of person. The Awaken Podcast Network is the place to be. Go to awakenpodcastnetwork.com and unlock God's purpose for your work with help from some friends. You will find a gathering place of podcasts that provide simple tools, faith stories, and conversations that will inspire and equip you to vibrantly live out your faith in your work today. Go ahead, check out awakenpodcastnetwork.com and then be that kind of person and tell a friend. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him as we're talking about Emmanuel, God with us. And as we have our entire team, the I Work For Him team with us today, we've got Hannah and Rebecca and Todd and of course Martha and I on the conversation of what does it really mean to experience, to live out God with us, not only in our work, because that is part of our life, but in all of our lives. How does that impact us? You know, when God came into the world, Hannah, he came into the world as Emmanuel. He entered into the human condition with us. He experienced all the things, challenging things that we do today, like suffering, hardship, grief, loneliness, taxes, even experienced taxes. Remember, you know, Peter had to get the two coins out of the fish's mouth. How has God shown up in the hard places of your life in 2021? Actually, it, we didn't say it twice. Come in anytime, but how has God shown up today in the hard places of your life? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, 2017 was the really big turning point for me. I lost my dad in a house fire very suddenly. And then my husband and I miscarried our first kid. And then my mother-in-law died of brain cancer. It was just a really long series of sad, hard losses. And the holidays coming up after that, because that was between February and October of 2017, were so challenging. Like, how do you experience Christmas? How do you experience those things when your loved ones aren't there with you? And you feel those gaps so keenly. And I think a lot of it is coming back to this reality that Jesus was a man familiar with suffering, right? We all make fun of that really short verse in scripture, Jesus wept. But I think how powerful is it? that Jesus, the king of all, the king of the universe, has chosen to experience suffering. And because of that, he can relate to us on this incredibly deep level when we experience losses well, wait, or grief. No, 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 or I, I, I want to go back to your comment. We make fun of Jesus for Jesus wept. No, I've never made fun no, of Jesus. No, we make fun of her. Let's offer the total clarification. Now, Jesus did experience suffering in this. And then he said, okay, by the way, my best friend just died. I'm going to fix that right now. Okay. Lazarus, let's come on out. You're stinky. You're smelly, but come on out. I mean, so most of us don't have that opportunity to, you know, we this can suffer true. and then bring our, raise our friends from the dead. So I don't, you know, that was, he experienced suffering, but he also, how do you balance that? He experienced suffering, 
but knew he was going to raise him from the dead. So that's a, there was some emotions going on there. I'm sorry. You had, you said it. I had to. No, I was going to say though, right on that though, is like, I think that's why that verse is powerful because Jesus knew there was a resurrection on the other side of it. He was aware that there was something good coming down the pipeline and that everything was going to be made right. And he still took the time to weep over it because it hurts. And so I think that's part of remembering that as you grieve and miss people, it's okay to have that response, even though we know that we'll be reunited with them on the other side of heaven if they were a believer. Mm. You know, that's such an amazing perspective. In, and I think one of the things that we often miss is we jump over those things that seem so simple in scripture. And yet when we dive into that conversation of just this one aspect of what Jesus experienced, we can relate to him so much more and appreciate that it's okay to weep and to feel the hardship, but to know that there is hope in the future. So Todd, what about you? What is a way that God has shown up in the hard places of your life? That's a good question. <laughs> oh man, if, you know, when I look back on my life, um, you know, I was raised in the church and um, honestly can't really say when I didn't believe in God and uh, Jesus and I can look back on so many different things that have occurred in my past, in my life, and I can see where God was there for me. You know, God walked me through these hard times. You know, one of my favorite poems is the Footprints in the Sand poem, um, you know, where you see just one set of footprints and then you realize that God was carrying you. Um, you know, that really kind of makes me think of my life in many ways, uh, in many different situations that I've experienced in life. You know, so mm. uh, there's been times like e even just coming to work with you guys again, um, you know, it was total godsend. I was looking for work. I was uh, in need of work due to a uh, health situation that had occurred in my life. And um, I wanted something that I could work from home that I could kind of do on my own schedule uh, and work around any situation with my health that might be occurring. And uh, all of a sudden, I get a phone call from you guys saying, hey, you need a job. You know, <laughs> I mean, if that's not a God moment, I don't know what is, to be perfectly honest with you, um, because there's no way, you know, I didn't tell you guys all that stuff. You know, mm -hmm. I'd kept in touch with you over the years, but I didn't let you know I was looking for work. You didn't, you didn't know that I was in a situation where I was in need and that, uh, and that I was looking for something that I could do out of my house, and especially something that happens to fall right within my skill set and my the years that I've put into uh, working in production and radio and television and stuff you know which is how I met you of course um you know so like all of a sudden you guys call me out of the blue and say hey you know we need some help are you looking for some work you know that's god stepping into my life it's just no question about it you know and what i love about those conversations todd is that the world likes to say that's all a coincidence. Mm -hmm. But when we act in God with us, Holy Spirit living in us, and we act in that, that then we can see him show up. And oh, we yeah. can recognize that it wasn't just a coincidence. It was so much more than that. Because a prompting of the Holy Spirit caused Jim to remember, hey, Todd mm -hmm. might be a available. You know, don't, we don't even know those answers until we know them, right, Jim? Right, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what about you, Jim? How has God shown up in the hard places of your life? 
You know, I think for, for this year, it's been the reality of, you know, our parents are getting older and wanting to be attentive to their needs at the same time as we're middle-aged now. And we've got grown kids, we're eating grandkids and, and balancing it all. And the hard times we've had times where parents have been sick this year. And at the same time, we bought a house a year ago in the center of the country, be near one of our sets of grandkids. And this house ended up being a little bit of a, a challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a thing, but literally I'm a sprinter. I like to start a project and I like to boom, get it done in a day kind of deal. And, and the Lord said, yeah, this one's a marathon. You know, you're going to, you are not going to get this done in a day. And that was a, that was hard for me because I had to learn a lot of things and it was, I had to balance working and rebuilding a house. And, um, so how did God show up in that? Oh, well, we're, we're sitting on floor that didn't exist last year. So that's good. Uh, you know, how God just has always been so faithful. I mean, we've driven 27,000 miles already this year, uneventful miles for the ministry. And God just continues to show up constantly. Um, the, you know, he told us in August, you need to hire people. Well, two of those people are on the screen, Rebecca and Hannah, two incredible additions to our team. God just continues to show up. And so it's, uh, I'm, I'm always surprised, but never should be surprised of how God gets involved in the intimate details of our lives. He cares so much. And I'm constantly reminded of that and humbled by it. Amen. Good answer. Yeah, you know, Martha, you were saying in regards to what the world might look at as a coincidence, you know, for the situation uh, with me coming back to work with you guys and being able to work with you, you know, for that to have been a coincidence, there are so many other things that had to have happened for that situation to even have come around in the first place. You know, I mean, for me to have lost a job, to have had the health situations that I did and then lost that job, you know, uh, that opened me up to the opportunity of being even looking for work in the first place. Had that not happened, I wouldn't have been available when you guys, you know, contacted me, you know, so there, there's no coincidence there. there there's so many different things that fell into place that that just opened up the door and the opportunity and the possibility, you know, and that's the way God works. That's one of the things I've learned, you know, over life and looking back on my life is that there's always these little things that happen that just <laughs> lead up to this one big thing that, that's going to happen. And, and this is what God had planned all along. Yep. You know, I, um, I've seen a, a pastor, a minister that uh, works with clay and he starts molding something in it's really awesome vase. And then right in the middle of it, he just folds it in. And everybody's like, oh, you know, and he's like, yeah, but you know what? You thought all along maybe that God was building the vase, but he was building the bowl, you know? And so it's just the way God molds us and the, and the way that God works in our lives. It, it's not a coincidence because there's just no. too many things that happen to fall into place. And, and that's just, that just can't happen by chance. We're talking about astronomical odds. Yep. <laughs> We're talking about God with us. Emmanuel. Yes, it's our Christmas iWork Rim Christmas special. We've got our entire iWork Rim team. And when we come back, we're going to finish up this conversation. What does it mean to have God with us in our work and our daily lives? You're listening to iWork Rim with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We'll be right back. Want to build a profitable side hustle that impacts people with truth and healing in themselves and in their leadership? then look at becoming a certified leadership coach with Giant. Giant has been in the leadership space for over 13 years and has over 500 coaches in over 127 countries. Their coaches are being hired by Fortune 500 companies and organizations like I Work For Him. 
Martha and I took the Giant Sherpa training under one of these great coaches to become leaders worth following. Giant gives you everything you need to start your own coaching business from scratch, like hands-on training from top-level coaches, access to an all-in-one online platform to run your entire coaching business, and you get to join a thriving community of coaches around the world. To get started, Giant is hosting a coaching business workshop to help you learn how to build a successful coaching business. This workshop is 100% free, and you can reserve your spot by going to giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. If you're ready to impact people and get paid to do it, go to giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. That's giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. Hey, welcome back to iWorkRumors. We're talking about God with us. And during the break, Hannah started breaking out with a conversation like we could have all talked about how God orchestrated us to be part of the team. Hannah, what were you getting ready to say? I was just saying, I think it's interesting listening to Todd talk about his experience of God over the last however many years with I Work For Him orchestrating his employment here and how both Rebecca and I also have really interesting stories of God bringing us at an integral time into this particular team, like in this particular season. And giving him the recognition for that because Mm -hmm. it's a tapestry for sure. Because I think about just the little, you know, I met somebody in Texas who introduced me to somebody in Minnesota and that somebody in Mm -hmm. Minnesota said, hey, I know somebody that you should meet. And then somebody on our board also who said, lives in Virginia? Who lives in Virginia? Who says she knows somebody in Mexico? And we're like, Mexico? Come on! What are you kidding me? It's perfect. <laughs> it is pretty amazing, and you're right. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of our listeners, um, this is a great opportunity to reflect and to just say, God, where have you opened doors? Where have you closed doors that I have not given you credit for being there, to, for being with me, Emmanuel, God with us? Because that is really how we bring back this conversation. So Rebecca, why don't you share with us right now, what's one way that you invite God into your daily work? So I'm going to touch on, um, for this one, I have to go back to what Hannah was saying before about just spending time with God. And that is definitely an advantage of working from home and remotely because most people do have a little more time, the time you save in traveling and getting ready for work and things like that. Um, you can dedicate that time to to being with the Lord. Um, and I think for me, like it might be, I don't know if it's cliche, but you know, the Christian answer, but it's definitely a game changer. Um, I encourage anyone listening, if you don't have like a set time every day to spend in the word and in prayer, please uh, think about it, pray about it. And if you pray about it, God's going to tell you to do it. So <laughs> go ahead and do it. Um, it really makes a difference. Um And two, just as far as daily things, because I think as we've mentioned, the the big things in life, you know, they stick with us, they change us. But um, I think it's important to pay attention to to the little things, to the the daily parts, um, thinking about God with us, Emmanuel. I think about trust, or I've been thinking a lot in our conversation about trust, because when it is hard, um, it's really hard to trust God. And I'm saying that too, like Todd said, like I was raised in church, have always believed in God essentially, um, and had a relationship with him for a long time. And it's so funny in a sad way, how human we are to forget so easily and so quickly um, that he is with us and he has been with us. Um, So I think that's a really great reminder right now and to try to take with us each and every day that God has always been with us and we can look back and see the proof 
So we know he's here with us right now, and we know he's going to continue to be with us. You know, and this year people are struggling financially, whereas last Christmas Mm -hmm. people, you know, more people were employed than ever before, actually the year before Christmas, so a couple years ago. And now all of a sudden, um, everything is more expensive. And we paid for, in, on our last road trip, we paid from two sixty one a gallon of gas to $3.89 a, a, a gallon mm-hmm. for gas. And that's hurting people. And so people are going, but God, how are we going to, how are we going to feed our kids? How are we going to actually, Christmas presents may be an option this year. It truly could be the orange in the stocking, uh, maybe the only thing. So people are going, but God, I just need you to show up because you say you'll take care of my every need. And this year it's a tougher battle. So people are dealing with this year with more financial stuff than in years past. And so it's, it's good to just be reminded, isn't it, Hannah, that God has got our back all the time and that he is involved in our daily work. That was a yes. question, Hannah. There you go, Hannah. <laughs> Which is not a question. It was a um, question. Yes, I think that is incredibly, incredibly important to realize, especially when it comes to something as tangible as finances. It's really easy for us to want to fall into the idea of sort of this prosperity gospel or this idea that if we're faithful to God, we're going to be really prosperous financially. And that isn't always the case. I think probably every person who's in this call right now has gone through a period of time where they were really financially strapped. And God is faithful in those moments to provide for your needs and oftentimes out of really unexpected places Mm -hmm. and out of the graciousness of people's hearts. And I would also encourage you, if you're someone who has more financially than you need in this season, like look for somewhere to give back. Look for someone you can bless so that you can be the answer to their prayer Mm -hmm. and wait for the Holy Spirit. Again, God in us, God with us to prompt you for the places that you should be giving because you might be answering somebody's prayer. So let's close out the conversation for the day about Emmanuel, God with us. As we talk about the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical ways we can see God with us during this Christmas season. I mean, this show is releasing just a few days before Christmas, but people will hear it before and after Christmas. But Christmas is a season we could celebrate on the 25th of every month, as Martha and I love to do, with our, yes. along with our friend Kirk Blank. Uh, talk to us about what do you see as a practical way you can recognize God with us during Christmas season. Todd, start us off. Well, I think uh, the best way to that is just really to, to look for him in all the small things that happen in your life every day. You know, I mean, there's things all around you. If you just keep your eyes open and peeled to them where you'll see God at work, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll see his existence, you'll see him with you. Uh, through everything that you do, you know, keeping in scripture, of course, and prayer, um, you know, these things are going to keep you closer to him and and keep you stronger in your walk with him. And uh, those things will help, you know, keep your eyes open to the the little things and God around you and stuff. And, And to do like Jesus did, you know, be the person who, as Hannah said, you know, helps others when you're able to help out, you know, go out of your way to do, to do good to other people and, and to just do the, the right thing that God would have you do. That's good. So Jim, what about you? What is a practical way that you can demonstrate Emmanuel with us, even out Christmas season, outside of work, wherever you are? I talk to him. I mean, I just have conversations with God. And what something I learned, and this is within the last 15 years, I just learned to say, Lord, I'm having a problem. I got to figure this out. Can you just help me figure this mm-hmm. out? I don't know how to do this. Whatever it may be, I just 
recognize that God wants me involved in the intimate details of my life, whether it's yeah. a work detail or a project detail or a marriage detail, although very few of those, but how do I make my wife happy all the time, not just part of the time? That's, I involve God in conversations. And I do talk out, out loud because that way I don't distract myself. So Rebecca and <clears throat> Hannah, do you have any practical way that you think about uh, demonstrating Emmanuel with us during Christmas right now? Well, I was going to say real quick that Jim's telling the truth because I remember being on a phone call with him and we were looking for something on the computer and he, we couldn't find it. And he just starts praying like, God, please help us to find it. We need yeah. you now. Um, so he, he really puts that to practice. Um, the only other thing I was going to say as far as what I think God's put on my heart for Christmas, and, and I think a lot of people can relate. Some might not, some are a lot probably can as far as um, being with your family because a lot of people are with their family at Christmas. Um, and then within families, there's probably at least one or two kind of a strain relationships there. Um, so just thinking as far as why Jesus came to the earth, his, his birth, his life, his death, his yeah. resurrection, all came to amend a relationship between us and God. Um, and I think that is a really important takeaway, at least for me, um, probably for a lot of other people, for this Christmas to do the same, it might not be easy, but um, obviously Jesus did it. So it's what he would want us to do. So good. So good. Hannah, any last words there with practical ways you're looking for Emmanuel? Yeah, I would encourage all the listeners to go and check out the last four blog posts that have been put up by Jim that are about these eternal gifts that we can give that make a difference in people's lives. And we've done that series over the course of Advent around the areas of the gift of presence, prayer, peace, and partnership. And I think you can go and read more about all of those, but each one of those things is a way that you can display God with us to the people who are around you. Phenomenal conversation today. Thank you all on our team. Rebecca, Hannah, and Todd, thanks for joining us today on I Work For Him. Thank you. Yes, thanks. Thank you. We're grateful to have you all. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work for him. I work for him. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field, but for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I Work, the number for him.com.